Hello and welcome to Empower You with me, Michelle Pritchard. And today's episode is going to be all about the perimenopause. Um, it's probably something I've only just started talking about on my social media. Um, I think I did a post last week um, and then I heard a couple of girls talking when I was on my way back to from town on on at the weekend talking about how difficult um, their periods were, but not only the pain of never knowing quite when they were coming, but equally that actually it was more the mental side of it that they found really hard. And I think they only could have been 16 or 17. And I looked at them and I was like, I totally agree with you. They must have thought, oh yeah, whatever, what are you doing? Listening to our conversation. But if you're having a conversation like that, along the high street, which I think is, you know, fair play. It's quite good. But, um, but yeah, I guess I think I'm kind of wanting to talk about it because I feel I'm not out the other side. I am in my perimenopause, but I think it's not until you're kind of in a happier place that you feel ready to talk about it. Um, I think I've always been quite open and whether it's because I've worked in schools for years and you're always surrounded by different age women I guess there's always kind of someone going through it at some level that you might hear a bit of a snippet of a conversation um like in the staff room but I think it was only oh, a couple of years ago really that I probably started taking a bit more notice of what the perimenopause, um, a few of my friends were wondering whether they were going through it, um, kind of got books, like one of my friends was incredible. She like knew so much, she'd done so much research. Um, she was almost like my local Davina that was like, yeah, hey, if you look at, she sent, I remember she sent me a um, like a checklist and I, there was so many things on there. Um, and I think we'd been talking about it, like the perimenopause and what it could mean and why she thought she was in it. Um, and she sent that to me later that night. And then I was like, mm, I think I could tick quite a few of them off because it's not always like the hot sweats, um, you know, and the kind of whatever other classic see brain fog that is one of them um like forgetfulness it was only for me personally when my anxiety came back that and i i was i think it was around a time where i didn't feel like i had really anything to be anxious about um so i phoned the doctor and i think that was when i started on like suppositories which wasn't very nice but um that was also part of what some of the symptoms were for me like a dry dry area down there you know the load bits load bits um revealing too much information but you know i think as you get older you just have to right um you know and they are we're all born with something <laughs> anyhow so I started on that but actually it's not until I think more recently that I was like do you know what I think I was starting it like way beyond way beyond then possibly um but I guess who 
who really knows i think what's important is how you're feeling and what symptoms are coming up for you and in my experience and experience with friends of a similar age we've kind of might be on the same but our symptoms may have shown up slightly differently which then meant like you know i went on suppositories initially then i went on to like the hrt patches where other friends were like given the gel and and i think it yeah i i am no doctor there's all the experts out there and and i don't think i really listened to that much of it i just kind of been trying to tune in to myself and know I was getting a lot more headaches. Um, I definitely, like in the last year at the age of 46, gained a lot more weight, um, which, you know, before I could perhaps shift a few pounds if I, you know, just cut back a bit, where more recently that wasn't as easy. Um, I think kind of almost like low low mood as well was definitely a thing like when i started on like the suppository things they helped with the anxiety um but then when i spoke to the doctor again saying i think more headaches are coming back like migraines almost a bit like how it started when i started my periods when i first got my periods i had really bad migraines um so i guess yeah, that, that's how it presented itself to me. Um, and I think it's always kind of just checking in and seeing how you were doing it. And, that, and it wasn't until I, I went for a lovely walk with a friend recently and we were chatting about um, the perimenopause. And I suddenly realised that actually I was always like, going up to bed and I I think probably because we were either in lockdown or coming out of it I just thought oh perhaps it's a bit of a a bad habit but I always remember Elton saying to me my husband oh babe you look really tight like he could like look at me read me and go do you need to go up to bed and then I'd be like oh yeah I think I do um And that seemed to happen a lot more regularly of just needing to like be on my own um, kind of, you know, in the comfort, feeling comfortable. And I also think I've been kind of had quite a few um, food intolerances that really hit quite badly. I've always had a few, um, nothing serious, but they got worse definitely after I was four, turned 40 to the point I had a bloated stomach for about 11, 11 weeks that just didn't go away. Um, and I do, I don't know, but I do think that a lot of that was in connection with like my perimenopause where more recently I've been able to, like it was wheat and dairy that I had to cut or gluten and dairy. And whilst I can't eat, a lot of it I can definitely eat more of it and it doesn't give me um so much um like I guess problem and I think also like hair and and nails like when I was getting my nails done they look great and now I'm not getting them done 
they break really easily. Um, I'm not very good at taking supplements. I buy them and then they just collect dust on the shelf, even though I know I perhaps should take them. And then it kind of almost leads me to like this, this summer or maybe a bit before summer of where again, like my anxiety came, came back. There was, you know, various different things going on that I was like, well, that might be why phoned a doctor and spoke to a different one. And I think that's seems to be a big thing of like whether your doctor is really hot on it. And our doctor surgery is really good. Whoever I've spoken to about it has really listened. But this doctor at the time was like, so Mr. Pritchard, what would you like? Um, because I think I started crying on her, all the emotions and that oh um she actually asked me what I would kind of like. And I was like, well, I I don't know what else I need, but I think I need some something more. But I haven't kind of, I don't think I ever had my like 40 check. Um, I kind of feel I just need a bit of like an MOT on within myself. So did blood tests and, you know, most, it all came back okay. Just needed to increase my vitamin D. Um, and my calcium, which wasn't surprising given I haven't been eating dairy. Uh, um, so yeah, and then I've then I got the choice of either taking oh, forgive me, I rubbish at remembering the names, whether it's estrogen or I don't know, the one where you get tablets. So I was basically on the Everol, I think, 50 patch, and she was gonna put me up to the 75 but if I went up to the 75 I had to then take a tablet for like two weeks of the month and then come off it um and remember it and I, I was like and is there another option and she was like the other option is the coil um and for me personally I'm rubbish at taking tablets and it's also like if you forget to take them or you know, you're not regular with them, it can increase the risk of cancer. And I was like, I just don't need that added pressure. So for me, personally, I chose to have the coil, um, which wasn't which I had it, I think, in July, and it's been good so far, I had quite a lot of um, spotting initially. Um, but it's calm down um and i've been on the 75 patch and that did kind of change things up a bit like i remember when <laughs> when i first had my periods my boobs were like so sore um like a week before and it's almost like i've gone back to that like i was having to wear like a little bralette in bed because my um and they were really big. I, I was out with friends, I think last weekend, and I was like, I think my boobs have got bigger since I've been on this new HRT or the, I don't know, um, but that's what I've noticed. I definitely feel I've got more, a bit more energy since taking um, the HRT. I don't feel, my, my boys may disagree, I don't feel I have that anger that I used to have right before my period. Um, as awful as it was, I remember when the boys were small, I, I could feel, 
I could almost feel myself going red and really angry. And I always remember whenever I was like near my period and if Elton or anyone was eating like crisps near me, my ears were like super sensitive and also like smells. I would be like, if it wasn't a nice smell, it would just make me want to like gag. Or even if, it, you know, like the cooking smell, but you're upstairs and it's the kitchen door hasn't been closed. Um, that always used to freak me out. And I feel I have kind of less rages. I feel I'm nicer to um, probably the boys that have to put up with me. Um, I am the only girl apart from my dog in my house. Um, and I think also for me personally, because it probably also coincided with my self-development and really like investing a lot more time in myself, I think that also has really played a part. So I think before I'd kind of say yes to everything and, you know, always try and be out where I nowadays I really do enjoy having time on my own like I still get slightly oh and what am I missing out on if I don't do that but I'm equally liking resting for my for my body um I'm really loving meditating and going for walks um and I think this time of year when it's kind of I know I've spoken about this before but like when it's autumn and winter and it's you know, slightly more cosy, just not nice when it's raining. And then it's probably like the how I treat my body. I think where I was really struggling with my weight, um, and it's probably only been in the last couple of weeks that I've finally been able to like change that up. I've never been a huge gym bunny, but I joined the gym at the beginning of September. Um, I probably do like 20 minutes walking and attempt some kind of weight lift activity um, for maybe five or 10 minutes. Um, but it's better than what I was doing. And that's try that's how I'm trying to look at it. And I can only get better. Um, and then I probably just wasn't eating. I was just in a bit of a, oh, mm, I'll eat it, I'll just, you know, easily consume a whole bag of buttons or whatever chocolate bar. Um, I really got into what's it crunchy, what's it spicy. Sorry, this is not an ad, but they were delicious. They're kind of a bit like knickknacks, sorry. I will not get anyone else started on them. Um, but easily eat a bag of that rather than probably having dinner or as well as, and then wondering, why I kind of wasn't losing <laughs> losing any weight. So I was actually inspired by one of my clients that was talking to me and she was she said what she was doing and I was like, right, I think I could do that. Um I've definitely been watching more what I'm eating, trying to increase a bit more protein and veg, um, doing more exercise every day, doing my meditation like 10 minutes when I wake up writing in my journal um and really listening to like how i'm feeling and even those like negative emotions like why am i feeling it is it because 
I think the hardest thing for me of going on the coil and not having like my period is I could always tell like where I was, but I think it was two weeks of wanting to eat. Like I used to joke with one of my friends, whenever my I'd send her a picture because I would two weeks before my period, I'd want a, one of those nugget bars that I think it's Barrett nugget with the white and the pink. Oh my goodness. I went through a time probably, well, must've been like every four weeks of eat and any other time I wouldn't, it was like, I was a honing pigeon of, of going to this one suite around my peer or that I'd really want sweets when now I'm on the coil. I don't really know. Um, because I don't really get the regular bleeds. So that's a little bit unnerving because I've it's the first time I've been on this kind of contraception for a long time. So um so yeah, so that's a bit weird, but generally I do feel better and I think more than anything, I was one of the lucky ones that felt heard by my doctor. I had lots of friends around that I could speak to it about um, and ask questions to, and lots of people chose different things. So I really think if you are perhaps at the beginning and you're not sure, like reach out to like people that you know may have gone through it. Um, you can always DM me um, if you if you want to chat or know any more, because um, you kind of presume that everyone does. And I think like Davina McCall, shout out to her. She's done a lot for it. Um, but yeah, it's a bit, it can feel a bit of a lonely road. And whether you want to be pumping your body with whatever the HRT hormones are. Um, but I feel so much better than I did before. And I think that anxiety and the headaches and probably just the real low mood, like I, I don't really get the headaches so much anymore. Like, I think I remember texting my friends, almost having a headache every day. And then I went to get my eyes tested and it like, they're all right. Um, just reading glasses. So I think my biggest message, and whether you're in your perimenopause or not, is just getting really connected to your body and knowing, and your mind, like your body and your, it's also important. And often some of the signs are there. And also your loved ones around you are quite good at seeing it or reading it. It can be quite difficult to, um, to perhaps hear it from them but yeah I guess ask the questions you want to ask perhaps do a bit of research perhaps be a bit mindful of it and reach out and then you know there's an amazing community of like women and our bodies do go through a lot so we need to kind of treat ourselves with kindness. So I think I will leave it there. Um, any questions, like I said, you know where I am, reach out on my Insta or connect via my email or my website. 
and yeah, take care. Thank you for listening to Empower You with me, Michelle Pritchard. Please do me a huge favour of liking, following, subscribing and sharing with people you know about my podcast. If you want to get in touch with me to inquire about my coaching, please see my website at www.michellepritchard.co.uk or find me on Instagram on michelle.pritchard.